Welcome to the Profit Share Mastery Podcast with your hosts, Linda and Press McKissick. Hey everyone, welcome back to Profit Share Mastery. This is your host, Press McKissick, and today we are talking about building wealth while changing lives inside of our amazing company of Keller Williams. We have no uh, Linda McKissick today uh, as I am driving through Western Kentucky with my wife, Anna, uh, and business partner. And we just had a bunch of amazing market center visits, recruiting appointments, and um, and honestly, right now, we are truly <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. Um, however, it is beautiful here. If you've never been to the western part of Kentucky, I highly recommend it. It is uh, probably one of the prettiest places we've been to uh, inside of our region. Um, anyways, today, I want to come to you with a conversation around, um, you know, profit share and how you can build massive success, uh, really from 10 lessons that I've learned through my time of leading one of the biggest uh, profit share movements inside of KW. If you've been following Linda and I in our story, you know that over the last uh, 16 months or so, we have had a, um, a group of people, over 300 people now strong, who are taking an active role in building their profit share through using a recruiting website. And um, it's been really cool from my perspective, Linda's perspective, to be able to see how people are using this tool to be able to go out and change lives in a really big way. So what I did over the last couple days is as I was thinking about this episode and what I wanted to share today, um, I wrote out 10 lessons that I've learned from watching the people who've taken advantage of of uh, this opportunity inside of KW to grow their wealth. And so here it is. Here's the, the 10 lessons. Number one, uh, figure out ultimately where you want to go. Look in the future and clearly picture it. Envision it and own it. Make the choice and ultimately you got to decide. You know, when you think about profit share, you talk to any of the top profit share earners in our company and they will tell you they believed in it before they got it. And so the first lesson that I've learned from anyone who's going to go after profit share in a big way is you have to first see what you want. And so I would challenge you, if you are on the journey of building your wealth, you know, have you sat down and actually written out how much do you want to make? You know, have you decided that profit share is really going to be a wealth building vehicle for you? Because if you haven't really sat down and made the commitment and decided, you're going to start this path and you won't continue. So it starts first with making a big commitment. So that's lesson number one. Lesson number two, you got to learn to quantify your goal. And again, when you look at the top profit earners, our company, what you find is they all wrote down somewhere um, what their goal was. And so they really quantified it and they figured out what is it, what is the goal that you should be focusing on? And uh, I would recommend the the two things you really want to focus on are um, around lead measures, right? We talk in KW about lead measures and lag measures. You know, you, you want to focus in your goals more around um, lead measures because those are things that you can actually um, influence change, right? Lag measures are just the results that show up from you doing the efforts. So the, the two ways I would quantify your goals around building your profit share using this strategy of using a recruiting website would be number one, um, uh, make it around the number of appointments you want to have monthly and then number two how many people do you want to add to your downline every month if you focus on those two things number of appointments uh, that you hold and then number two the amount of people you add to your downline every month it is a great way for you to be able to predict um, the results you're going to get and then the profit share is just a 
a, a byproduct, right, of you doing the activities, right? If you add people to your downline long enough, the profit share is going to show up. So those would be the two things. Um, and then the best you can, I'd start breaking that down from monthly into weekly. Um, and from watching uh, people build their wealth, what I can usually predict is if you hold between four to five uh, what we call discovery calls in, in our community a, a day on average, Monday through Friday, that you will recruit over 100 people a year. So if you want to use that as a benchmark, that's maybe a good way to look at it. But again, number of appointments uh, monthly and then downline goal. How many people do you want to add to your downline for the month? The, um, the third lesson that I want to share with you is to write down your goals, right? Write down your monthly goals. Um, and put it in front of you. Put it somewhere that you're going to see it every day. So take the goals that you just quantified, appointments, downline growth, and then put them somewhere that you're going to see them every single day because that's what's going to allow you to keep it top of mind. You know, Lynn and I have talked about before, when you choose to build wealth, it's a long-term play. It's not short-term. Anyone that tells you wealth building is short-term and it's actually real, I'd love to meet them because I've yet to find the magic bullet. (laughs) or something that um, you know allows for you to build wealth just super fast. It is a time on task over time activity. And for most of us, we don't. most people don't like that. Most people want instant gratification. So if you write it down and you put it in front of you, it's gonna give you the ability to see it on a regular basis. And that will be your reminder to make sure that you're focusing and then also measuring towards your goal. Okay, next on the list is to focus on consistency. So once you have your goals identified, once you've decided, once you've written them down, the next step is to really get good at doing the same thing over and over again. And Gary Keller tells us we have to learn to make peace with uh, repetitive boredom. And that is easier said than done because most of us, uh, especially in real estate, we like the freedom to do different things. But on this path, And truly any path, you realize that not everything matters equally. There are things that matter more than most. And so I would just encourage all of you to make peace with the repetitive boredom. And in in this model where you're having a lot of one-time, first-time conversations with people who are looking to get into real estate or looking to join Keller Williams, you're going to end up saying the same thing or some variation of the same thing over and over and over again. And, um, you know, you just, you got to get used to that repetitiveness and make peace with it because the, the fortune is in doing the right thing enough times. All right. Next on the list is to move from focusing just on the repetition and moving to conversion because anyone will tell you, right? You do the right things long enough. You're going to get the result. But the truth is you got to do the right thing long enough. And then you also got to get good at converting that into results that move the needle. And so that's where the conversation of conversion comes in. You really want to be able to see where you can improve at this point and what's going to move the needle. And so a couple of those things in this world where you're using a recruiting website to grow your downline, a a couple ways that you could look at that to increase your conversion would be, number one, generate more leads, right? The more leads you have put into the system with the way we design the program, the more uh, appointments are going to come out, right? So that's one way is generate more leads. The other way is to generate better quality leads. We found that using certain tools versus others like LinkedIn per, sometimes tends to have a higher quality lead that comes out. And so focusing in on maybe a tool like LinkedIn um, 
could produce better quality leads than using some other uh, online lead gen platforms. Another way to look at it would be to generate cheaper leads, right? How can, how can you drive down the cost of the leads you are acquiring? Another way would be to decrease your recruiting appointment time frame, right? So instead of having 30-minute recruiting calls, what if you could get it down to 20 minutes and have the same result? Or what if you could get it down to 10 minutes and have the same result? We have, uh, inside of our community, we have a couple people who they do recruiting calls in 10 minutes, and they still convert at a high level. So there's a skill set involved in that, and that's, again, moving past that repetition where you learn how to have the right conversations and have them effectively. Uh, another, let's see here, another way um, to increase your conversion would be improve your recruiting appointment skill and the way you close, right, and asking for sponsorship. There's an art form to learning how to have a recruiting conversation and not make it all about you, but to make it about the other person. Right, so improve your skill set in the actual call itself, and then finally, finally, the last two areas I would say is improve the handoff. Right, the handing off of a lead to a market center, uh, and also re- improve the quality of your follow up. All of those things that I just mentioned, we could spend, and maybe we will in a future episode, spend a lot of time just diving and unpacking. But just make sure you write those down what I would encourage you to do, and then go back and think about how can I improve the conversion in each of these different areas. All right, next on the list is a leverage. Now, after you've been doing this a while, you've done the repetition, so you've got you've made peace with the boredom, you've then started focusing on how do I get better at doing this? How do I get, how do I move the needle from having, if I have 10 calls, let's say I had 10 calls a month and I recruit two people, how do I have 10 calls and recruit three or four people, right? You've improved conversion. The next thing to think about is leverage. And um, the first layer of leverage is models, okay? So Gary teaches us level one of having leverage in your life is to follow better models. Leverage two is to have better systems, aka the, the technology and the tools that you're using. And then the third layer of leverage is people, and that's the highest form of leverage that there is. And so you really want to get smarter about what you're doing and think about leverage and how you can leverage better. Because when you become an optimal performer, you can't do more without a diminishing return. You have to employ the right leverage. And so that's the next, uh, the shift that you'll make as you go through this process is how do I add leverage into this? Which leads us right into the the next area, which is um, the good news is you're following the right leverage uh, model, right? This model of recruiting using recruiting site I have argued, and Lyndon has argued, is the fastest way, most consistent way to scale your downline. And I think many of our people have proved that over the last 16 months. And then um, you're also using the right system. The way we designed our recruiting sites are very effective at taking off 80% of the workload of recruiting. So you're only focusing on the 20% that matters most. And that leads us to the last layer of leverage, which is the people leverage. So. Let's talk a little bit about the people leverage. The first form of people leverage in this recruiting model is uh, an executive assistant. Or, and that could be virtual, that could be in-person, that's just, that depends on how you, how you want to do that. But having someone who sits with you on the calls and takes notes, and then that you can start leveraging off 
even though you only have to do 20% of the recruiting, how could you move that to 10% or 5%, right? The, the, the only things that matter most and your EA, your executive assistant, is doing all the other pieces like the follow-up, like going online and making sure they know which uh, team leader for you to reach out to so you can make the call, right? Taking notes and putting that into your CRM system. So the first layer is uh, having an executive assistant sit on calls with you. The second layer is then to move to someone else doing the recruiting. So the way, if you know my story, you know that uh, Nick is in my downline and I am not actively doing the recruiting, Nick is. And so Nick wakes up every day to go build his downline and in effect builds my wealth. So that would be the second layer. And then the final layer of leverage through people using this model would be you have multiple Nicks. And those people are out waking, uh, waking up every day to go build their wealth inside of this company using this model. And you're benefiting because they're out growing their wealth and they're in your downline. So people is uh, really key. And I think as this model evolves, we'll see more and more people leveraging that because a lot of people right now are just doing it themselves, which is great. You should. Um, however, as you build your downline, you should look up and say, who are the people in my downline that I can bring along for this journey? And, and allow them to ride on this wealth building train with you. Um, okay, second to last uh, lesson is to focus on the gain, not the gap. After you start doing this a while, you will notice you don't recruit everyone. There are um, times where you know, you're gonna lose a recruit and that can be very frustrating. There are gonna be months you have great downline growth. There are gonna be other months where you're like, man, I didn't recruit that many this month. You're going to look, there's going to be months where people go out of your downline. You're like, man, all that effort, people are leaving my downline, not growing it. But overall, if you do this long enough over time, you're going to see incredible downline growth, which will result in incredible profit share. But you got to focus on the, the gain, not the gap. See, most people, they look up and they say, you know, they look at all the problems and not all the progress. If you look at the progress you've made, you are always getting, and you'll think about it as always getting better, that's the way you want to look at using this system because that's what's going to keep you going uh, over time, and this is an overtime strategy. Okay, the last lesson for you today is around community, influence, and sharing. And what I mean by that is after you do this and you have success at it, you're going to look up and realize you've added a bunch of people to your downline, You've really increased your skill set in this area. And if you're willing to share that success with others, you should be open to doors that it may open. Here's what I, let me explain what I mean by that. If you go down this path, you may realize, man, I love leadership and I want to transition into a leadership role. Well, who do you think has the most influence to step into a key leadership role in Keller Williams than people who've built their downlines? That will open more doors from you than you will ever realize. Or here's another example. Um, two of our amazing um, uh, students in our program are a husband and wife and the Caricos, and they, um, uh, they have been killing it. They recruited over 60 people in their first year using this model. And I was asked, uh, Lynn and I were asked, um, who, should, who in our community would be great to go and attend a mastermind in Florida and talk on profit share? And we recommended them because they have been incredible sharers and givers in our program, and they have incredible results to, uh, to show that they have been using this model effectively. So we passed their names along, and now they are going um, 
to Florida to speak on a panel in front of hundreds of other agents about profit share and what they're doing. That is a natural way to build your validity and they're going to likely get referral opportunities for their business because of things like that. So you just got to be open if you're willing to go down this route and be good at it and do it long enough to have the results. Be open to the doors that it may open for you because you never know what opportunities it could create. So that's those are my lessons for you today. Those are my 10 lessons on uh, really going out and building massive profit share through this unique model we call um, online recruiting with a recruiting website. So I hope you enjoyed and hope you had value from everything we shared today. I appreciate you listening in and we'll see you next time.